The text for our devotion this morning is taken from Romans chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. There Paul writes, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in the gospel a righteousness from God is revealed by faith for faith. Just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. And we pray. 
These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us by the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. This morning, as I start this devotion, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to admit something to you. I'm guessing it may also be true for you. And that is, as I look back in my own life, I have to confess that I'm not always proud of some of the things that I've done. I'm guessing that may also be true for you. Despite perhaps best intentions, or perhaps even knowingly, isn't it true that at times we've not always put our best foot forward? That can be said in a variety of situations. Perhaps it's things we've said or done publicly. Maybe it's things we've said or done in front of peers, and likely even among those closest to us, our parents, siblings, a spouse, or even our children. And while we're ashamed of the sins of our past, the Apostle Paul in our text this morning urges us to never be ashamed of one thing, and that is the good news gospel message of Jesus as our Savior. And he says, here's why. Because Jesus is, he is, the power to save us eternally. In the verses of Romans chapter 1 leading up to our text, Paul reminds us what that gospel message is all about. He says it's about God's Son who came to earth in human form, who lived the perfect life that we couldn't live, and then in our, our place took our sins to the cross and suffered the punishment for them that we deserved, namely eternal death and hell. But he showed his power and victory over death and the devil when he rose that Easter morning showing his power over sin and death, and showing that we too, by faith, will live eternally. Understand that these Romans that Paul is writing to lived in perilous times in which to be a Christian. To be found out for their faith, they could easily have been put to death. So Paul writes in, again in these verses prior to verse 16 that he longs to be with them so that he could give them a message of spiritual gifts, he calls it, that can mutually strengthen both him and his situation and them in their difficult times. And why he specifically points out to them that that gospel message is not just for Jews. It is for them and therefore for all of us as well. So let's bring this situation that Paul talks about in our text to our own lives today. By your very presence here this morning, you're publicly confessing that you agree with. Yes, that you are even bold in confessing that you have faith in the Savior Jesus. But as you look closer into your lives and in the societal climate in which we live today, have we always shown ourselves to be unashamed of the gospel message? For myself, unfortunately, and I suspect for you as well, because of our sinful nature, I know I can see evidence in my life of just the opposite. The topic of talking about Christianity in general and about our faith in Christ specifically 
is generally identified in society as a topic that we should not talk about publicly. Isn't it common around Christmas and Thanksgiving times as we prepare for family dinners that we all often hear advice in social media and on the television, oh, best not to bring up religion at the dinner table out of fear of offending someone, and specifically, don't talk about that Jesus stuff. Somebody might become offended. In doing so, are we ashamed to give answer for the hope that we have in our Savior Jesus? In public, sometimes out of concern for what we might say as being taken the wrong way, or that somebody might view us as being a weak person because we have to have the crutch of faith and hope to get through life. Is it true that sometimes we've chosen to keep quiet? In doing so, are we communicating that we're ashamed to give answer about the hope and the comfort that we have in Christ? In our anti-Christian, post-Christian society, isn't it true we're often dismissed for holding to the teachings of the Bible and labeled as out of touch with society? So we hold back. We hold back our Christian thoughts and instead keep to ourselves. Unfortunately, as I look back in my life, I recall examples where I did not confess my faith when given the opportunity. Maybe to try to be included with peers. Maybe because, uh, why bother? And standing, not standing up for my Christian values, was I showing that I was ashamed of the Bible's teachings? As I prepared this message for today, and as I reflected upon my own life, I started feeling a lot of guilt, guilt about missed opportunities. So before you beat yourselves up, keep in mind two points. First and foremost, be assured that through Christ, all of our sins are indeed forgiven. God sees us perfectly through the lens of his son, Jesus, and his work on our behalf. And secondly, keep in mind words Jesus spoke in Matthew chapter 7 when, he's, when he reminds us or told his, his followers, don't cast the pearls before swine. Meaning sometimes, you know what, if people are going to do nothing but mock and ridicule that sweet gospel message, maybe we don't share it. Instead, let's focus on the encouragement that Paul gives us in our text today. And that is to not be ashamed of the gospel message because it is the power of God that God uses for the salvation of everyone who believes. Now here's an interesting note. In the Greek language, the root word for power is the same root word for the word dynamite. So Paul is essentially saying the gospel message is as explosive in its power to save as dynamite. Wow. Last spring and winter, the members of the Bethany Board of Regents administration, faculty, and professional staff participated in a survey. It was about where we think we will be as a college a decade from now. It was aptly entitled BLC in 2030. 
One of the questions in that survey asked respondents to give their thoughts on the question as to whether in a decade from now, will we at Bethany continue to remain focused and firm in the Bible's teachings? Or will we water down our position, our message, perhaps in order to become more attractive to the anti-Christian societal influences today? I'm pleased to report, my Bethany friends, 100%, that's right, 100% of the survey participants stood with the Apostle Paul. To a person, we said, in effect, that we would rather close our doors, cease to exist as a Bethany Lutheran College, if it meant that we couldn't carry out our mission to engage students like we are right now with the gospel message of Jesus Christ as our Savior. Wow. It starts, that message starts and ends with the message of the one thing needful, that we are saved by faith through Christ. The words in our text also hold special meaning for me. You see, Romans 1.16 was the confirmation verse that my pastor chose when I was just an awkward 14-year-old. As it turned out, my entire professional life's work as a Christian school teacher and administrator has been about nothing less than helping to advance the gospel message. As true as these words are for the Apostle Paul, as true as they are for me in my professional life, they are true for all of us as Christians, no matter what our vocation in life may be or will be in the future. In Christ, we have sure hope. In Christ, we are not ashamed of the gospel message. It is the power that God, our Heavenly Father, uses to save each and every one of us through the work of his son, Jesus. His perfection through faith is ours for eternal life. What a joy and comfort that is. To have the assurance that our eternal life is certain in Jesus and what an honor and a privilege it is for each of us to boldly proclaim the reason for the hope that we have in Christ. Amen. Let's pray. Please stand. Lord, forgive us the many times we fall short and are weak in faith. And instead, give us a strong faith to withstand the assault of the devil and his schemes. And give each of us the confidence and zeal to live our lives to your glory each day. Amen. We continue with the singing of hymn 170, the selected verses.